0: Hello there, and welcome to Special Issue 19 of the Change and Devolve Letter, Forced Consonance. I believe it is crystal clear by now that we live in times where consonance is to be enforced by all means. For two years and more now, we have been hearing, seeing, and experiencing the same hideous narrative. Those who don't resonate with the same consonants are quite simply being marginalized. Fortunately, and I think we are very lucky, there are still people who fight. They are fighting to preserve our basic rights. And even if we know that things will never be the same again, the first priority, in my opinion, should now be to limit the damage as much as humanly possible. The biggest danger I see is when autumn approaches and politics steps in again, and will most certainly make the last two years look like a picnic, even if that may be hard to imagine at the moment, but they do know how to do it now. Since this whole pandemic, people's social behavior has become even more disturbed than before. And I would like to give you just, just, just one simple example of this, something that, that really disgusts and disturbs me incredibly. And strangely enough, most people find it completely normal and acceptable. I am talking about something as banal and yet significant as the way people now greet each other. Up until two years ago, it was seen as good manners to shake hands in greeting, the first sign of trust and touch. You greet someone with a gesture of openness, an open hand that you reach out. Today, it is customary, supposedly for hygienic reasons, of course, to bump fists, give an elbow check, or even touch each other with the feet what probably most people don't even realize that all these gestures come from martial arts and maybe maybe I'm sensitive but I find them aggressive and I simply refuse to participate to be honest I tend to get scared when someone comes up at me with their fist and I don't feel appreciated but okay that's just me I find these gestures aggressive and antisocial, and there's absolutely nothing cool about them. But what's really, really interesting, and I can't resist doing this over and over again, is that when you hold out your hand in greeting, about 80% of people actually accept it. I suppose it's an automatism that still somehow seems to work. Apart from that, I've also ignored the fist that was held out to me or gave it a hearty shake with my open and most likely very unhygienic hand. You can call me old-fashioned, and I I stand by that because I am old-fashioned, but there are simply certain manners that are worth protecting and perpetuating. My song of the day is one that was... um, probably overdue, and it's talking about a revolution by the one and only and wonderful Tracy Chapman. And um, you can watch it here in the video link, or of course, um, if you click on the Spotify playlist, you can hear all the songs from the Change and Evolve letter. And the poem of the day is something very, very special, because it is by one of my readers who has just recently performed his poetry, John Morrow. And as this is a very personal piece by John, I would like to give you and share with you a little insight um, into his into this piece. So here's a little background. This poem is about John's dad, who was at the Grapple atomic tests in 1957 on Christmas Island, when UK was trying to develop its own nuclear weapons so he could get a seat at the table during nuclear, nuclear talks. Without, without that, the U.S could just threaten USSR with their weapons based in U.K, and if they overestimated their negotiation skills, then it would be the U.K that would be wiped out. John's dad did his national service as an instrument technician on the tests, since he had a physics degree. Part of the job was also to witness the tests, which they did by sitting on the beach, with their backs to the explosion and with their hands over their eyes. They all said they could see the bones in their hands through their closed eyes when the explosion went off. The birds didn't know to protect themselves, of course, and after the successful test, the birds on the island were all blinded. John's dad died some time ago from cancer of the spine, a relatively rare cancer that it would be easy to conclude was a direct result of his exposure to the explosions. Impossible to prove, of course. And there has been precious little recognition of the contribution to UK security made by people like his dad. But that's quite a normal story. So here's John's poem, The Christmas Island, Present. Boys seated in anticipation, eyes tightly closed, waiting to unwrap the glittering surprise, or stood on the beach like distant cousins, squinting at a still unblemished cloudless sky, celebrating a festive season in a different sun. The present an heirloom to be handed down. Then men, freed of guilt, released like birds, but blinded and crashing through the trees. So I wish you a wonderful day And do me a huge favour and please keep those simple gestures like taking someone's hand into yours alive. And again, a special thank you to John for letting me share his poetry. Yours, Tanya.